You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Albeit one day late, but we still in the building. We in the cut like iodine. I'm your host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. ClockRadioSpeakers.com, powered by Tumblr, that has our SoundCloud, that has Facebook, that has Twitter, which is at CRS Podcast. Has all that good stuff, whatever else we're on, Instagram, Pinterest. Can we have a Pinterest? Have no, we talked about this before? Wh- wh- what are we going to do with the Pinterest board? You know what? I mean... Look, Pinterest has always been like on the low. I always say like Whole Foods and Target is where wholesome women are. They're also on Pinterest too. So we good, good we, clean we, women. Good clean women. <laughs> uh, eighty five oh seven Queens Boulevard. So the other host of the show always comes in with a with a quirky a quirky way of interjecting. Good evening, guys. Like he always says something sarcastic and funny. So go ahead, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. You know what I'm saying <laughs> you just told the whole story. I did. Um, what's going on, everybody? This is Doc. You can follow me on Twitter at Doc underscore Beats S, not a Z. <sighs> what's up, man? What's going down? Weather's getting a smidge warmer. Yeah. We're, we're in the 20s and 30s instead of like the minus five. So that's a plus. Oh, okay. okay but but okay. now we're getting that like rain snow mix. So yep. got that, you know, got the like, so last night it snowed and then it rained on top this morning. So a little, yep. little, little messy, but you know, spring is on the horizon, hopefully. Well, in the words of one Nazir Jones, we will survive. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm going back to Africa. <laughs> uh, yo, T, I got shot. <laughs> what? Sin. That's my favorite part of belly. Like, that is the worst acting in the world. Um, you know, we can talk about belly for a minute today. We actually can. We actually can. But we'll, we'll get to that. And is there anything else we need to like, kind of preview? Is anything else like going on in the world? Your, your man Kanye West. Okay, let's talk Kanye real, just real, real quick. Um, Yeezus season is upon us. Yep. Um, so, you know, past couple of weeks we had Drake come out. Big Sean had that. I like how Big Sean's album came out on a Tuesday. And then what was it? The next day when Kanye was like, all right, that's cool. Now it's my turn. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. Like in, the, think- in that first week of promo, he's already like, yep, okay. Putting up my song. You know, maybe maybe I'm just like trapped in the internet vortex, but I feel like Sean's album leaking was the beginning of his promo. I mean, that you know, so that's, we kind of still got a week. That's you know, probably true to a certain extent. But um, yeah. so Wednesday at the Brit Awards it was Wednesday, right? Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. I think One it was Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, last week we were recording this uh, Tuesday night. This is uh, March fourth. Um, that's Wednesday, son. Wednesday, son. Oh, it's Wednesday. You're right. See, I'm all messed up. I assume it's always... I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's all good. (laughs) Anyway, so a week ago, approximately, uh, um, so Kanye comes out at the Brit Awards and performs all day. Now, we had heard all day, like, snippets that had leaked online, right? Yeah, we heard a really, like, a really dusty quality version, uh, maybe right before the... um, no, we initially heard a version like a few months ago. Right. There was a couple of snippets. Then there was a dusty version that came out right before, I believe, the MTV Awards or the Grammys. I'm sorry. Right. Because people um, were speculating, you, yep. you included, that yep. he might perform that at the Grammys, which now yep. that I've heard it would have been hilarious. Yeah. That wouldn't have worked. No. Wouldn't have worked at all. Um, um so, but yeah, we got the full, we got the full version. Um, we got the full version on Wednesday at the Brit Awards. So a couple of things were interesting about this. So even though it was the Brit Awards, number one, they were broadcasting live on YouTube. Yeah. Just, which is dope. 
But number two, because it was happening at night over in the UK, that meant it was during the day in the, in the US. Yeah, it was like right, right around the time everybody was getting off of work. It was about like three, four, five o'clock, right? Right. So people are, you know, for people on the West Coast when they were checking in for lunch or whatever. So like yeah. it, it had a chance, like people could sort of check in. And then because it was already live on YouTube, even though the show was later, like you could just jump back and go watch it. Yeah. Which people did over and over and over again um when you saw the performance what was your first reaction uh it was all right i don't i don't think i caught on the energy like everybody else did Mm. i wasn't like really like it was a cool record um but for me honestly i know i'm skipping ahead but like the cdq did wonders for this record for me personally i didn't yeah the cdq did records or did wonders for me what about you i thought it was a fantastic way to debut the song um, mm. The energy of this, like the way that they that he did the performance, the you know flamethrowers, like it was a shine. Shine wants his bad boys video back. <laughs> <laughs> it was a um, a noted counter to what he had done at the Grammys. He's done only, you know, he has only one, and then he's this this Rihanna record, uh, four or five seconds that he's on. These are very. You could also count blessings to a degree. Right, Even not on his album. These are records that he's he's rapping on recently. Right, and there's actually a blessings video. I don't know if you saw it. Um, yeah, I, I saw it, but I didn't see it. <laughs> Story of the internet, right there. Right, I saw it, but it's- <laughs> that is the internet. I'm about to tweet that. That's a great tweet. Go ahead. Um, so, in a very, it's like a, it's a very noted contrast to those two records, and the performance like really drove that home to me. Um, it's elements of a little bit of click. Little bit of ball so hard, little bit of, um, little bit of ham. Really, those snares. Um, I was impressed. I saw the performance, and I thought it was a really good performance. Um, it's a really interesting song. So, like, I want to talk about the song because I I think the performances are good. But you said that you were that like hearing the CDQ helped you out. So when you, when we say if the fact that I have to explain this. Is indicative that we are way too nerdy. So when we say CDQ, we mean CD quality, right? So the difference. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Like we just we we like on the internet way too long. We are told we've been on the internet way too long. So we say CDQ, we mean okay, it's actually like, and we could really get nerdy and define what CD quality means, but basically, it sounds like what you would get from iTunes or Office CD, right? Yeah. So when you heard the the CD quality, the CDQ, um, what was your reaction to the song then? Uh, I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Um. It was weird. Like the beat was cool. Um, the first verse felt kind of two chains me a little bit. Interesting. Sort of um, OG Mako, sort of shy glizzy, like really flow, Pee Wee long way, like real Atlanta heavy. And then second verse just screamed Drake to me. So really? Yeah. Second oh. verse screamed Aubrey to me. Um, it felt like Kanye doing his impression of his favorite songs. Oh, that's it doesn't, interesting. It doesn't seem like, um, you know, Kanye's like, okay, what's the hot record in the street? I f- really feel like like Wayne, like people don't realize that Lil Wayne is like a hip-hop head where like he really knows about like hip-hop um, and he keeps his ear to the street currently or he keeps his ear to what's going on in music currently, even like on the underground level. I believe Kanye is the same way. So I just think that that's what he's listening to. And as a result, like I just kind of, I hear, I hear it in that song. Interesting. Um, but... It's a good record. It's dope. It's dope. Um, does this change at all your sort of anticipation for the album? Um, no, no. It's it's. Uh, I, honestly, at this point, I have no expectation. 
partly because, you know, I have no idea what Kanye's doing. Um, so it's kind of hard to anticipate something when you don't have an idea where it's going because only one, four or five seconds in all day are three oh. completely different records. And Wolves. Oh, Wolves. That's right. Wolves. Right, right, right. I knew there was another record we were missing. Um, I have no idea. It just seems like a hybrid of like 808s and Dark Twisted Fantasy um, with, a, with a little bit of, I don't know. There's some Yeezus in there, definitely. Oh, I'm sorry. With some Yeezus. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So it seems like a, a hybrid of his last three albums with, you know, whatever new stuff we're going to hear, whatever he's on. Mixed with, like you said, fatherhood, you know, life changes will make you approach everything differently. Absolutely. Um, so I, it, it hasn't changed it. It hasn't negatively affected it. But I'm not like clamoring for it um, like I was like I was or like I am for, you know, Kendrick's album or, you know, I think that's it. I think it's just because I went back and listened to the record he did on Colbert last week. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a dope record. That is a dope record. I need I need to hear a CDQ of that. And I'm afraid and, and I want to talk about this Afraid that hearing the live version of that. When I hear the when I hear the the studio quality mix and master, I'm sorry, CDQ, um, I'm going to be disappointed because that Colbert performance was just like borderline perfect to me. Mm. So I want to ask you about like how do you feel before I give my rapper answer? Okay, how do you feel just as a fan and as a producer and and all that good stuff? Like Kanye is Kanye is basically performing most of these rec or all of these records rather than your traditional artist way, you know sending them to radio like he's on stage with these records right and he's and they're like completely different stages completely different environments how do you feel about that i think it plays to his strengths mm. Kanye puts on a great live show mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and because of that he gets to he knows that i mean i'm assuming he knows that in this era you do something live whether i mean if it's at an award show you know that there's going to be that it's, there's going to be footage, but even not, you do it anywhere. There's going to be Instagram videos, vines. There's going to be like little like snippets that leak out, or someone might get the whole thing, even if it's not great quality. But his stage show is typically so great. Like he gets to control the rollout in a way that just giving your your record to radio doesn't. You know what I mean? Like he gets to it, it's a performance, and that becomes a thing, a moment. And then when it finally does become the studio version, that becomes another moment. You're getting extra, like one song you get like this. If you think about like, if you think of it as like a media cycle, like the media cycle for all day, first it was the performance and then the, you know, the reaction to the performance. And then it was the song on the radio. And then it was the actual song on iTunes. And then it was the credits, like all this stuff is people talking about Kanye. Yeah. And if you just put the song out to radio, it's not as much people talking about Kanye. And if you're an artist, that's the opposite of what you want. Yep. And he's so good live that it makes total sense for him to do this. I, I'm not saying everybody should do this, right? Like Jay-Z should never do this. Yeah. Jay-Z's not very good live. <sighs> you know, I, in this, I actually re- went back and, uh, and rewatched the, the world premiere of Jack and Jay-Z. Personally, mm-hmm. I really liked that moment. It's a good moment. I really, really liked that moment. And I remember like the internet going crazy when it came out. And that was another example of when the CDQ finally came out, we were like, nah. Right. Because it didn't, it wasn't the moment. The moment took it over the top, you know, which is Kanye. So you're basically saying, um, because Kanye is such a great performer and he's such a great artist, he's one of the few artists that doesn't have to worry about the live version being better than the CDQ because the moment, he, he does a good job of like creating the moment within the album as well. 
he also benefits because he will work up until the last minute. Him and Hudson Mohawk were, didn't finish mixing the record until the day it leaked. Or until the day they put it on iTunes, I should say. That's crazy. So when they were performing it, it was technically an unfinished version. So yeah. he's done this a number of times where he performs it live and then some and then some and then there's some sort of feedback loop where it's like, oh, I need to incorporate this or I need to change this. Mm-hmm. Right? With Love Runaway, that. it was first he put out the version and then they realized that, oh, people really liked on the VMAs when gotcha, look at you, like the sound effect. Like they needed yeah. that brought back so, in. Yeah. It's a chance to, you know, he gets to hear the reaction and then go fix it if necessary or go incorporate. Mm. It's actually a really good. That's a really good idea when you think about it. Right. Really good idea. He immediately he, he he's using. I'm sure he has Mike Dean and, and some of some other people on staff like ready to make those changes and listening as well. But, you know, I'm sure he's got people on 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 Twitter and online and looking at the feedback. Right. I mean, like cause if, they were, off of that. if they were smart for the you know, when. What over ten years ago when <clears throat> the food debuted on Dave Chappelle? Yeah, they should have realized that oh, the faster tempo really worked, so yeah. we need to speed up the album version. Yeah, but they didn't. Right, that's a case where you get hurt, and that's sometimes what happens live. Is sometimes radio DJs will play stuff a little faster, but sometimes yes. when you do it live, it's also faster. Well, guess what? If that's what works, then you need to adapt the, the actual version. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I remember the food was slower. It sure was, yeah. and it was like, what happened? Yeah, right. and you lose some of that energy. And some of that is vocal performance, but some of that is just the tempo of the record. So there was, there was a little bit of, um, you know, Twitter. There's always these little like moments that pop up where people joke about something. When they released the credits for All Day, which continue the grand Kanye West tradition of incorporating groups of people who you never think would ever work on a song together. Um, you were joking about it a little bit online. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And you, and you even told me to hold up before I go there. <laughs> I said, let me get these jokes off. <laughs> It, yeah, but we, you know, and and with under, I I understand. I know that Kanye, as we talked about on on the Rockefeller retrospective, and and did we do a Kanye retro? Yeah. Okay, I'm sure we did. Um, a multi-part Kanye retro. Okay, I I forgot. I'm sorry. We're like 200 episodes into this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kanye's very very generous with his credits, and you know you have attributed attributed it to. His dealings with with D Dot being a ghost producer, and you know him basically saying, "When I get into that position, I'm going to make sure that you know I'm going to I'm going to basically overcompensate to a degree for me not getting my credit, you know, because even when you look at a record like Down and Out, everywhere you go, it's you know Cameron and Kanye, but you know in the credits, Brian Alday Miller gets that credit, right." Um, same with flashing lights. I can't think of the guy who produced flashing lights. It's Eric something. Oh yeah. I remember see, I remember seeing that credit like in a what was that producer magazine? Scratch? Scratch. I still have I'm pretty sure every everything, every single issue of Scratch here. That uh, that that uh that magazine was really, really nerdy and it was a little ahead of its time. Super nerdy. Very ahead of its time. Super nerdy ahead of its time. But I don't remember. But yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. Alright, so I'm gonna run down this list real quick just because it's it's hilarious and great. So, on the production side of All Day, Kanye. French Montana, who gets a credit because he brought the beat. Uh, is it v- is it Velos? Velos? Velos, Velos. Velos. Uh, he created the original beat. It was for French Montana. And it's the skeleton that becomes All Day. Similar to what... Uh, not similar. I, I would like to hear the... I would like to hear the stem, but... It's similar to what happened with Mustard and Sanctified. Right. Um... 
some dude named Charlie Heat who is signed to uh, signed to Kanye, who co-produced Lunch Money. Okay. Uh, Mike Dean, of course. Noah Goldstein, who's Kanye's main engineer. Okay. Playing Pat. Mike Dean isn't Kanye's. What is Mike? Mike, Mike Dean, Dean is, is like his right hand man. You okay, need something. Thought, you, thought, you need you need an instrument. I got you. You need a sample replayed. I got you. You need this. Uh, okay, I got you. Okay. 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 I thought it was the engineer. Okay. He's that. He does engineering. But yeah. All right. So Noah Goldstein, right? The engineer. Plain Pat. Plain Pat. What up? Travis Scott. Yep. Alan Ritter. Mario Winans. Hey. <laughs> because he's putting in he work. He's putting in work on Diddy's album. So I'm guessing as French sort of circulated, as, as he had this beat, I wonder if sort of, if like Puff and, and Mario Winans somehow got in on that level. Sure. I can see that. Uh, on the writing side. <laughs> oh, 2002 is just coming back to me. Right <laughs> Paul McCartney. Cause that's him at the end whistling. Yeah, which is we, which we didn't talk about. That switch up is dope. It's a it's a it's a sample. Well, I don't. I, I they might have recreated. Yeah, it's, it. A, but it's a sample of another Paul McCartney record. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kendrick's got a, a writing credit on this. Yep. Sai High. Sai. Vic Mensa. Okay. Uh, Shea Pope, who's the head A and R of Good Music. Okay. A- Eighty Eight Keys. Oh wow. Malik Youssef. Of course. And then uh, two people who are actually whose songs are actually sampled. So there's like a lot of people on this. And so yeah. I, I read those out just to say, like, I, I know I'm being extra nerdy and we're belaboring the point. We have a lot to talk you about are, in this week's episode, but I just cape, want to cape in a little bit. too. Yeah. Cape in a little bit. too. You I think know. so. Certain art for certain artists. You're like, no, wait a minute. Well, no. And, and here's what it is. Like, cause we talked about it. Actually, we talked about it. Well, when we talked about it, actually in the big Sean album, but we talk about it all the time now, which is basically, and actually it's funny. People made a lot of jokes, um, comparing Beck to Beyonce, right? This idea that. If you create Bye. something by yourself, it's somehow better. Yes. And I'm like, man, listen, there's so much that goes into stuff. You tell me some, I think I said this on the show, you tell me somebody who does something all by themselves. It just doesn't exist. It just does not exist. Well, and look, even if it did, that doesn't make it better. Right. Absolutely. All that matters is do you like it or not. Right. Right. Like technically you should have co-production credit on walking contradictions, right? Yeah. Yeah. You brought, yeah. You, you gave me, you told me to use the sample. Yep. Or even trying to get my Quincy Jones on. Right. Even P90X to a certain degree, because you're like, I want you to make a beat for that that does all this different stuff. Yep, flip that sample right. six different times. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if this were a Kanye West world, you'd probably get a co-production credit. Hey. <laughs> See there. Hey, you put go. my kids through college. Let's do it. No, so I'm just saying is that making music is more comp is, is more complicated, I think, than it used to be. And I think to a certain degree, people don't really like that. Especially old hip hop heads, they this idea of a DJ and an MC, but right, right. I think that still persists, and I think part of it too is just like it's 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 a very black or white world we live in, right? Very like yep. I love it, I hate it, and it kind of goes in the same thing. Like the idea that something is complex, people don't like that. Yeah. All right, that's all I got to say. But and that's funny. Here's to say that there there's actually parts of all day that I don't like. Okay. The beat switch on the second verse, not the beat switch, but they bring in a, a, a string that just sounds uh-huh. like super fake and drives me absolutely crazy. And there's some like the outro, like after the whistle is kind of weird and funky. I, yeah, I, I've just I, I heard it uh, like I don't know three or four times. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna stop listening because number one, I needed to prep for this week's show, which I'm super excited about. Number two, I just want to hear the album. Exactly. I just I just saw a um I just saw what looks like a pro- it's probably a fake track list but it says uh it's a notice and it said it says uh has a date of May 10th for Kanye May 10th 
May 10th. That seems a little... 12 tracks. No. iTunes bonus. And then two, uh, two, um, two deluxe bonuses to include four or five seconds. And a record with Chief Keith, Tiger, Migos, and King Louie. So here's, here's the how thing. You know. Here's the thing. When we were growing up, that's the sort of stuff that people would like put down as a fake track list. But you actually don't know now. You actually don't know. Kanye could conceivably put that together. There's way too many guests on this. Yeah. There's... First of all, first of all, if anybody thinks that in March Kanye has has already decided, yeah, May tenth, that's the date. Come on, I would be surprised if I'd be surprised if we didn't have a Kanye album by April. I was just gonna say, I wonder if we make it out of the month. I'd be very surprised. I mean, Kanye has just been building complete momentum. Right. For you to squander that for another two months, that was that was our beef with Nicki Minaj last year. She mm. kept building this momentum, and then she pushed the album back. So by the time the album came out, like. She had almost like overexhausted her her herself. So nah, I, I seriously doubt early early April at the absolute latest it will have we'll have this album. I heard he turned it into Def Jam like three days ago. We'll see if uh, we'll see if Clark Stradama strikes again. I think it will. I think we're pretty good. <laughs> I think we're pretty good. Pretty good. And one more thing before we talk about what we're talking about this week. <laughs> That's a trouble thing to say. What are we talking oh, about? What we're talking the announcement about? before the announcement. The announcement of the announcement. I'm starting to see that a lot. But like I said, I think I said this on Twitter, like, yo, the reason why Doc and I make fun of this stuff is because I've known Doc for over 10 years and he's helped me in my, in my little funky music career a lot. And like, we did all of that stuff. We've done it. We've done all the, all the embarrassing stuff. All of it. All of it. So now, now as old wise men, like we can laugh and crack jokes. I, I feel like stuff like that is like a rite of passage. You don't, you kind of have to do it. Right. You kind of have to. Right. No, believe me. I mean, I was going, you know, I would... Oh God! Getting mixtape CDs like pressed up and get the stacks of CD. Like you want to save a little money? All right. Well, you get the cases separate from the cover, separate from the yep. CD, and then you got to put them all together yourself. No, 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 no. I've done all that stuff. Don't worry. That's why we make fun of it because it's funny. Um, <laughs> real quick, following last week, your man Big Sean, number one album in the country. Yep. 167k, by far his biggest first week. Yep. He beat uh he beat Kid Rock by like I think twenty or thirty thousand records. Beat who? Kid Rock. Who? Kid Rock. <laughs> My name is Kid. That was the duel, yo. No, no, I never. Is it? Is he a part of that conversation that we had? We had offline. He no. It, he's he's like a country cousin of of, of that conversation we were country. having. <laughs> All right, Talib Kweli and Bun B. <laughs> country cousins. Oh man, that. Oh, Wait, that, was that really a song title? Yeah, it was Talib Kweli and Bun B. You remember uh, that? No. I'm about to play it. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love the fact that I could just randomly place that. Is yo son with the deal, son with Willie Hood, son. The word is born, this is real, this is real. Yo, son, you remember this? You remember that? First of all. He actually says what's really hood, son. No, it it was, it was it was there was a really awkward period, and I and I got sucked into the vortex of um like two thousand and seven, two thousand eight hip hop mm. doing this doing this oh, retro. Interesting. And and uh, yeah, I found a lot of dope. Like I found a lot of like Nas records. Like where y'all at? Um, the the records, the a little older records he did with Fifty, who I rep, who you rep with, and Projects Too Hot. Yeah, I was yeah, I was all over the place, but. There was still that period where, like, remember when Lil Brother first came out and they were, like, over-adamant about being fans of, like, big-timers because people wanted to, like, box them in this 
new age tribe called Quest sort of thing. So they kind of went out of their way to say that they like all types of hip hop. Quali used to do that too because Quali was such he was such the the poster boy for like conscious hip hop. He would go out his way to be like, no, we we like to have fun and we go to the club and da da da. And like people used to give him hell for that. Hmm. So he did that on on eardrum. It was UGK and Raheem Devon. <sighs> Country Cousins, yeah. That wasn't, it wasn't, that was a dope album, but that wasn't the dopest song. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, we, were, we were talking about Big Sean, but just to say, good for him. Yeah. Congratulations, man. All congratulations. Right. So, Armand, we've, we've already alluded to it. What is Well, the, hold on, hold oh, on. Okay. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, I also, I want to say, oh, okay. have you heard the, have you heard the new Wale record? No. Okay. I'm sure you have. It's, it's probably not your, your, your speed anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying it's just probably not. You just gave me the, um, the left-handed slap shade no, right there. No, it's just it's I not just your feel speed like that's anyway. Not the type of music you listen to, like not <laughs> Wale, but especially this song in particular. Okay. Uh Wale and Usher the Matrimony um it got it got it leaked maybe 2 hours before the CDQ of all day. So like he had a moment and Kanye just snatched it out of his hand. Um but I like the record a lot. It's super super dope. And I have a feeling that I felt this way about um, what was the lap? The gifted, but he kind of like didn't hit it the way I wanted him to, like out the ballpark. But I feel like with this album, I feel like he, I feel like while he's finally gonna have his album, his definitive album. So I'm looking forward to it. That comes out March 31st. Um, but yeah, really? I just wanted to say that. There's there's you. a there's a Wally album coming out this month. Yeah, on... with the one with the one with Seinfeld. I'm about nothing. Oh, I saw. Yeah, I saw that there were like multiple covers for it or something. Yep. Yeah, multiple covers. He he just put out pre-orders today. The pre-orders have like different covers and hats and shirts, and he's pull, he's taking that uh the Eminem. I think was Rihanna the first artist to do that, the first major artist to do that. She certainly the, was one of the first, yeah. But the tears. I feel like she did that with um. Was that Rated R? Was that the dope album that had? Was that her last album? I can't remember. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you and, th- and say that I've got all the Rihanna albums memorized in terms of sequence. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I feel like she did that. She did that. Eminem did that, and I believe Nicki did that too. Yeah, it, it, it would behoove uh, a few more major label artists to do that. Well, you were telling me that you see that uh, artists are selling stuff through Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm seeing merch on Spotify, so it it uh, it basically takes you to their mer- their artist merch page. So so from your from the Spotify app, you go to the artist page. You scroll all the way to the bottom, you know, they have everything broken down. And I saw it underneath biography. It had a couple of a couple of artists' merch, sweaters, et cetera, et cetera. And it just it, it takes you to an external link to their website. So it's not like a direct merchant, which Spotify should be. Um, but you know. When, when are we gonna get the Kairos twenty sixteen leather football jerseys? Oh. 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 Oh, I have some ideas. Get that right through get that right through Spotify. Someone someone's That's- like Okay, what's this Kairos two? God only shines on Sunday. I need to have the two, like the Ghostbusters two, <laughs> where he's the ghost is stepping outside of the the band thing, holding up the peace sign. No, you yeah. could, the the leather jersey could just be the number two, like the like the like the old Mace jersey. I went back and I watched the Ben Around the World remix video about two weeks. as you do about once a month. Yeah, it, the weather's changing. You know what I'm saying that is the greatest hip hop video ever. It's perfect springtime video. Perfect. It's simple. It's clean. The song's amazing. There's a lot of Carolina blue. <sighs> and it's not even like dirt, like baby fat Carolina blue. There's like two different types of Carolina blue. 
there's like dirty like <laughs> I can fat, hear I can um, hear the disdain in your voice. Oh my god! There's two types of Carolina blue. There's like the I wear South Pole Carolina blue. Oh, South Pole. There's the there's the flare out mud jeans Carolina blue. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those Fat Farm sneakers that girls used to wear that looked like Adidas? They had the shell toes on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like that sort of Carolina blue. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Now you but want that the, real. On the flip, there's that clean Carolina blue, and that video is just perfectly encompasses that Carolina blue. It's amazing. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.